Welcome, everybody. So this is Rachel Jacobs' class, and I get the pleasure of introducing my big sister. Um, I've always thought of Rachel as kind of an extra mom, a bonus mom, and that may sound weird because she looks really young, but she's eight years older than I am. Um, I couldn't sleep last night, and my whole mind was flooded with all of the things I love about Rachel, and I only get one minute to introduce her, but I just have to tell you, she is such a special woman. She's one of the most dynamic people I have ever met. And the thing that kept coming to my mind to like demonstrate this is she's got like the highest class in everything that taste is required in, but her favorite place to frequent is McDonald's. <laughs> um, Rachel always has this amazing way of articulating intense and spot-on scrutiny. In our family, we're always joking. Kara and I swap stories all the time about, can you believe what Rachel said to me today? And we roll our eyes and talk about how, how much it hurt our feelings. We, we know it never does because, here's the bottom line, she has our back and she's brave enough to tell us. And She's the whole reason that we're any measure of cool. <laughs> she holds us to a high standard. And um, so the, the bottom line is <laughs> she's got your back. And I'm sure that she's got so much good to share with you today because she takes this to heart hardcore. And she's not going to skip over the hard things to say because she's got your back. So listen up. With no further ado, Rachel Jacob. Hi, you guys. Okay, so um, I kind of, when I got this topic, I kind of was a little excited and then also um, over a little overwhelmed because I feel like it's such, oh, it's such a problem, right? This whole comparison thing is such a huge problem. And I didn't want to give you a bunch of Pinterest quotes and send you on your way. I really wanted to give you tools because I feel like we can be told that, uh, you know, comparison is the thief of joy. And then we can be told this and we can put, I feel like we're inundated with a lot of quotes these days because we have Pinterest and we have, and I love quotes, but I feel like in and of, that in and of itself is, is almost an overwhelm. It's like, okay, well, which one of these fits with me and which one of these inspires me? And really that doesn't help me. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's not helping me. Like, yeah, you can tell, you can tell me I'm this and you can tell me I'm that, but until I believe it, um, nothing's gonna change. So then, it, then all of a sudden I'm like, oh wait, I was excited and now I'm overwhelmed. Now, how am I gonna teach you guys how to you know, break out of this comparison trap? So, um, uh, why do you guys think we, we compare? And you can just shout a few things out. Insecurity, not happy with who you are. Not, not having motivation or needing it. You wanting what she has, yes. <laughs> oh my goodness, did she read my, my PowerPoint? Okay, so having a comparison stick, yes. 
Um, and another, and so where does it kind of leave us? Like when we start thinking of these things and comparing, where, where do you kind of find yourself at, at that, you know, after you've done that? Depressed, empty, discouraged, defeated. So look at those words are very powerful words. They're very powerful because they're very near and dear to, I dare say, most of our hearts. Um, and we, we hold those real dear, which is really funny because they're so, so icky, right? And, and they're not doing us any good. So what a lot of you may not know about me, and you know, a lot of my girls might, because I do talk about this, but uh, I am kind of coming out, thank goodness, kind of coming out of a seven-year-long depression, like very deep depression. And I don't want to kind of get into that, but I want you to, um, I wanted to bring it up because um, I feel like a lot of those things were what got me there. Whether it was circumstantial, environmental, and a little bit chemical, I was there, right? And there was nothing I could do about it or thought there was nothing I could do about it. Um, and, you know, uh, I would do my job and I would die afterward. And I would do my, I would cry all the way to my work. And all of these things were going on, but I was still showing up. But I was a shell of myself. That was the biggest difference. I was a shell of myself and I wasn't, I wasn't enjoying my life. Like my life, and I, and I, I remember I kept thinking, I'll be happy when, I'll be happy if, I'll be happy, you know, and there were all the new excuses would always flow in, you know, like your kid gets sick, oh, I'll be happy when my kid gets better. Uh, and you're, you know, you gain some weight, I'll be happy when this weight comes off. Um, on and on and on, I'll be happy whens and ifs. Funny thing, I got to a point where all my I'll be happy whens were gone. I had a, like a beautiful family, a perfect husband. Um, I had money, which that was a huge one that I, I relied on. I'll be happy when I have money. I had money. I still wasn't happy. And um, I remember my brother-in-law said something. At the time, I felt that it was really harsh. But I really took it to heart, and I really I appreciate harshness because I give it out, and so sometimes I'm like, give it back to me. But um, he said to me, "You're depressed. Yeah, you're depressed. You're a depressed person. Is is that who you are, though? Is that how you're going to define yourself?" And I thought about that, and I'm like, "No." That is not how I'm going to define myself. How am I going to not do this anymore? Even though the odds were against me because, you know, like all of these things were fixed and here I still was. So I'm going to move on because I want to get <clears throat> forward. But basically with pills, therapy, community, you guys, and the determination to not be defined by my depression anymore is what 
brought me back to life, basically. So, we have a tricky job, don't we? We have this job where we have to be out there. We can't be shells of ourselves. We can't hide in our depression. We can't, um, um, we, we're dealing with a lot of comparisons. It's like with social media, um, it's like keeping up with the Joneses on steroids, right? <laughs> It's on steroids. It's like, okay, it used to just be the Joneses, and you'd run into them every, you know, once a week at the grocery store, and you'd be like, the Joneses again. <laughs> like, with all their stuff, and all their fan, they're so happy, and their kids are perfect, all of that. No, we get to see that every hour, every five minutes, depending on how much we're on Instagram. So what do I see? I see women saying, okay, I'm gonna take a break from Instagram. I'll, they'll even post it. I'm taking a break from Instagram. They're removing themselves from the situation, which I am not going to give you the, uh, the um, permission to do that. I'm, I really, in this class, I'm not going to give you the permission to unfollow. I'm not gonna give you the permission. I, we are in this world. We're in it. And we can hide, and we can keep these things away from us, and we can wrap ourselves in bubble wrap all we want. But guess where the problem is? It's inside the bubble wrap, you guys. That's where the problem is. It's not out there, it's in here. So if you keep wrapping yourself, all that's gonna do is surround yourself with the person that's the meanest to you. So you have to change that, and all of this will change magically. It changes. So, we think of comparison as a bad thing. But, as Celeste so kindly said, I think we do this because we want a measuring stick. Like nobody, like we weren't born with, you know, these, these rules like do X, Y, Z and you're gonna be happy and your life's gonna be perfect. And I think as women especially, we're like, okay, where's X, Y, Z? I need X, Y, Z so that I can check those off my list and I can feel okay about myself. Well, we weren't given that, right? So we're looking around like, okay, who do I wanna be? What do I wanna be? And how am I gonna measure myself and say at the end of the day, good job, you did a good job. So I want you to kind of, I want you to, I, so I'm gonna compare this to something. So when I, um, when I started doing eyebrows a long time ago and it was kind of a last resort thing, it was like a do or die. Like we'd lost everything, we were bankrupt. I legit, we stayed in a days in at, in, uh, in like really crappy place in LA. Um, it was a scare, like we pulled up and we're like, we didn't have money and I'm, I'm taking this microblading class and I'm like, can we stay here? And it was like, we can't afford to stay anywhere else. We're staying here. And honestly, my kids are like, can we go back to days in? And it was like the creepiest place on the planet. So uh, that was fun. We always laugh about that. It's no days in. That's what we always say. So uh, anyway, I took this class, broke as a joke, you know, and I come home and we were living with my mom and I have to make money and I have to do these eyebrows. And so what happened is it was right before the buzz of microblading came and, and um, all of a sudden it was like, I, I, I didn't know I was on this train that everyone was going to want to get on. 
Like I, I couldn't even figure out what it was called when I wanted to learn it. And I, the lady that taught me was from uh, Europe and she didn't speak English. And so I got there right, right in the beginning, which was really lucky, but it put so much pressure on me because I had to do this thing. You know, I had to pull us out of this hole. And so um, there was a lot of comparing going on. But what I found is if I would follow only people that inspired me, only people, and, and so it's so funny because it's like, okay, a lot of people will tell you, unfollow those people that make you feel bad. Unfollow those people that make you feel less than. Well, you're the one that's making you feel how you feel. Nobody makes you feel how you feel except for you, right? So if I had unfollowed all those women, my eyebrows would have been mediocre because I would have been following, you know, people on my same level. No, I wanted to be her. I wanted to get there. And my determination got me there. But if I hadn't had that measuring stick and I kept it high, so it's a good thing. This is a good thing. But where the bad comes in is the beating yourself up on the way up the hill, right? Because nobody can get up the hill um, if you're tearing yourself down every five seconds. So you have to keep your eye on the prize. And so, um, okay, so I, I, I kind of wanted to compare this. I want to give you guys a lot of visuals because I feel like I'm a very visual human being. So I don't have a lot of words for you. I got pictures. I love pictures. So pictures are a thousand words, right? Okay, so here we go. Um, so I thought this would be fun, and I don't know if any of you are runners, but I'm not really a runner, so I'm like, yeah, this this will be good because I can't, you know, compare to this, and this will be great. Okay, so um, basically, I want you to kind of think about. I gotta go move to my next. I'm so ghetto up here. Okay, so I got. Uh, all right, let's see, let's see. Here we are. Here we are. Okay. So basically, I want to talk, it, talk about it as a marathon because we're like on this marathon of life, right? And say you sign up as a mascara artist and you, so you're just starting out saying, I want to be a runner. But you, you know an exercise you never ran before. You could bear, like you get winded after like five steps like I did in um, that exercise class. Oh my gosh, you guys. Oh, so anyway, the fastest female marathon time is two hours, 15 minutes, 25 seconds. Two hours, 15 minutes, 25 seconds. Okay, so what if, and this is what we all do, we uh, go for a jog, and then we, we uh, go for a jog, and we're like, okay, we're going to do 26 miles today, okay. And because um, she can do it, and she can do it in two hours. So we, uh, we start running, and then all of a sudden, oh, we're a block in, and our heart hurts, and we have a side ache, and we're like, okay, where is the nearest hospital? <laughs> and, um, and then that's it. We give up. Because it's like, ah, I'm not, I'm not a marathon runner. No, no, no. This is not what you marathon ladies do, and I know there's probably some of you in here. That's not how you do it. And also, it's not... Like, I, I know that these marathon runners, they know the minute they start their marathon, they know they're not going to be winning the marathon. They just want to finish. 
Like you just wanna finish, right? And you are gonna be so proud of yourself when you do. Okay, so I want you to think of it more like that. Think of it more as this is your marathon. You've never ran one before. You're not a runner. You don't even, a lot of people that start a marathon, they would never dream of winning it. That's not what the goal is. So I'm not saying not to have your goal to be winning the marathon, but I'm just saying chill out. Like be okay with yourself. Like you're just starting to learn how to run. That's fine. And you know, maybe one day, like maybe you finish your first marathon and you're like, that wasn't that bad. I think I'm gonna set a time for myself this time. So the average female time for running a marathon is four hours, uh, 47 minutes and 40 seconds. So almost, what is that, three hours longer than, than the winner. But that's average and a lot of people just shoot for that. So. There's your measuring stick. And I want you to kind of think about that and kind of think, you know what, what have I been doing to myself? Who have I been, um, who are my, what are my goals? Where do I want to be? Who are my inspirations? And it doesn't have to be I quit or I hate myself because I can't run a marathon in two hours. That's just silly, right? Like if you think about it in the running realm, you're like, that's, that would be ridiculous. Ridiculous. Okay, so we're gonna talk about some very specific, um, now I know the camera guy's hair, so I'm gonna act weird. Um, some very specific uh, stuff, because I wanna give you these tools, okay? And I, we all work on social media. And like I said, I'm not gonna give you an excuse and say you don't have to because it is a miracle, social media. It does have its negatives, so we're gonna work through those, but I, like, my hope is to help you kind of have a few visuals when you start to do these things that are bad for us. I want you to have some visuals so that you can like hit it head on and be like, nope, we're not doing that today, okay? So here are your negative, let's see. Here are your traps. These are, your, these are your comparison traps. Because I'm not gonna say comparing is a bad thing, but when you're trapped, it is. Because that, that keeps you stuck. Being trapped is being stuck and not being able to get out. So one is scrolling, two is jealousy, and three is self, being self-critical, okay? So when I say scrolling, um, this is what I'm talking about. You sit down. You got no purpose, you got no goals, you got no plan for the day. You just, it's so easy, you open it up and you just start scrolling. And it's almost like we wanna get depressed. Like we're just like, okay, how can I get the most depressed at the very start of my day? Let's do this. And so you start scrolling and you're like, pretty soon, you're not commenting on anybody, you're just like, ugh, she's pretty, ugh. She's perfect. Ugh, look where she's going. Ugh, her kids look perfect on the first day of school. You should have seen my kids on the first day of school, you guys. Different color socks. Like, I'm like, bottom, all these new clothes, they come out in their old, disgusting clothes, and they're like, they're boys. And they're like, I'm like, did you not have any new clothes? And they're like, oh, oh I don't know. I'm like, go eat your new clothes on. 
Anyway, but um, so you know what I'm talking about. So what I want you to do, um, so I'm going to talk about the negatives and then I'm going to come in with the positives, okay? So let's see. Um, so once you, st so you start scrolling and then you're like, and this, this is what happens. Five hours later. <laughs> and then you're still scrolling, right? And nothing's happened. Nothing's been accomplished. You feel like crap. And then you're like, okay, what else crappy thing can I do today? Can I go get me a Diet Coke? Can I like, you know, like you're just looking around to be like, okay, how do I make myself feel better? And then that's what I do. That's what I do. I head straight to McDonald's and I get myself giant fries with extra salt and soda. And it, it does make me feel better though. That's the thing. <laughs> okay, so I want you, when you guys notice you're doing that, when you notice that you're not commenting, you're, because it is our work to be on social media. This is our work. So, so I'll, I'll even, like, my husband will be like, I'll be scrolling. I do it. I, I do it. I'll be, I've tried, like, since I've planned this, I've been, I really have stopped. But um, I'll be scrolling, and he'll be like, what are you doing? And I'll be like, I'm working. And I'll be like, I know I'm not working. But anyway, so that, so but it, he has to believe me because he doesn't know what I'm doing. So um, I, want you to, I want you to imagine a giant stop sign when you are doing that, when you're not commenting, you're not engaging with your following, you're not looking for prospects, and you're not, you are not doing anything. You are not doing any good, and what you're doing is bad. So I want you to... Re I want, I'm going to flash this giant stop sign a few times, and I want you to see it. I want you to physically see it in your head and put your phone down and go do something. Or when you pick it up and you notice you're starting to do that, I want you to immediately comment on that girl's thing. Because that girl feels the same way as you. Even if you think that she thinks every, you know, she feels perfect and she is perfect and all that thing, none of us are perfect. Perfection is a lie. I'm sorry. Um, and we all have problems. But sometimes we all have great lives. Sometimes someone doesn't have problems, and that's okay too. Because this is us. Like, it doesn't have anything to do with anybody else. You have to figure out how to be happy as you because you're all you got. Sorry. Like, you're, like there's nothing coming. There, there's nothing, you know what? You're, I, I don't care how much you hate yourself. You're all you got. So you got to figure it out. You gotta learn to love yourself because this is a long life. It's a long life. <laughs> and you could have fun with it. Okay, so jealousy. That this is kind of in sequence. So you're scrolling, then all of a sudden you're feeling the jealousy because you're like, okay, I suck. Okay, she's prettier than me. Okay. And there's always gonna be someone prettier, someone richer, someone smarter someone cooler, someone skinnier, someone this, someone that, always. It's just who you're comparing to. Do you know what I mean? So what happens when we start feeling jealousy is, and I want you to, be, and the reason I'm telling you kind of what happens is so you know these triggers, once you start doing this, you'll be like, okay, I'm doing that thing she told me not to do. I'm going to stop. Okay, so these are, so what are some things that you, like, will think when you're starting to feel jealous? Anybody? I'll never be that way. I'll never be that way. 
She travels all the time. Poor me. How about this one? Uh, start picking someone apart. Start saying, oh, well, she's not that great because, like, yes, yeah, she may be really pretty, but her husband's ugly. Or she may be really pretty, but, uh, you know, she's, she's whatever. She, um, she's so vapid. All her life is about is clothes. Like, I'm so much, you know, and we start, start feeling like, okay, we got we to gotta start figuring out why I'm better than she is. So when you start doing that, <laughs> which you inevitably will, notice the stop sign. Stop. Immediately stop. And I want you to look at that woman as if she were your daughter. And I want you to cheer her on. Because if you're going to follow her, you best be cheering her on. Right? Okay, you guys? So, and it will make you feel better. I promise. It'll make you feel better. If you become her cheerleader instead of her, her whatever, I don't know, I can't think of words sometimes, and I haven't eaten anything but hors d'oeuvres for like, what, like... <laughs> I feel like all I've eaten is hors d'oeuvres. Okay. <laughs> My brain's... I need McDonald's. Okay, so... Um, okay, so, so this is the last, the last and the, the heaviest one. This, one. this one's the most destructive, I, I believe, is uh, self-deprecating and being self-critical. Because... And like I said, they're sequencing. So like, I feel like it starts with the scroll and then it goes into this like realm of jealousy and then it goes into I hate myself. So you'll start like picking her apart, but then your mind knows, your mind really does know that she is pretty. And your mind really does know that she's talented. And, your mind, and you know what? That, and your mind also knows that that's a good thing. That's okay. And it's okay that she's amazing because you are amazing too. You may not be perfect and you uh, may have some, you may have some uh, exercising to do to be able to get to that, the end of that marathon. You may have some work ahead of you. And we all do, and we, be we best be doing it, because that's what's going to make us happy, is bettering ourselves, right? So, we know what these words are like, right? Like, we all know what these, I'm not pretty, I'm not smart, I'm not a good mom, I'm lazy, I don't keep my house clean enough. On and on. I bet I bet if I had you guys write down the I don'ts and the things that you disliked about yourself, you could write and write and write and write. But if I told you to write things that you loved about yourself, you'd give me like two or three things. And so once you start doing this, you gotta where here, this is out of sequence. You gotta stop, okay? Stop sign. Just just imagine the stop sign. That's all I want you to do because I feel like me telling you to go read a book, or me, it's too much sometimes. It's like, no, 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 no. I, I just need the basics. So just stop. That's all I want you to do. Just stop it in its tracks. 
And then I want you to utilize, and I just, I've used this before, but I just, it's such a good tool. So um, I want you to actually have a running, I want you to kind of have a paper that looks like this. It can be big, but I want you to, uh, have you guys heard of the circle of concerns and the circle of influence? Okay, so basically your circle of concern is the things that you are concerned about but cannot do anything about right now, okay? So that would be, I wanna run a marathon. Okay, that's a concern, that's something you want, that's something that's, right? But uh, you can't do anything. You can't do that right now. But what can you do right now? That's your circle of influence. That's where you have influence. That's where you, that's what you can do right now. So in conjunction to that, right now, what you could do is go for a brisk walk and run a certain amount of it. Okay, so we get really, really stuck in the circle of concern. And what that does, sorry, what that does is keep, keeps us very, very frozen. It keeps us paralyzed and it, there's nothing, there's no, there's no action because we're all concerned. Okay, so another one would be, I don't have any Instagram followers. Well, first of all, that's a lie because even if you have 30, you've just discredited all the most valuable people in your life because those are probably the 30 people that follow you or your mom and your dad and your, I don't have any, nobody. But all these, these 30 people, you know, which is like, a big square of this room, that's, those are people. So first of all, yes, you do. <laughs> but having a, a large amount of followers, well, that would be a in your circle of concern. But what about your circle of in influence? You have influence over those 30 followers, right? So what can I, so something that you could do to change that is to say, okay, what can I do to help these 30 people? Or what can I do to help one person? So it's super, super important that you have, and these are, this is still a visual. I want you to have, always have a visual in your head because I feel like it's something that can pop in your head real quick when you're, do, you know, when you're doing the no-no stuff. Okay, so, and then there are things that are actually just garbage. And those are the things that, that are just, hateful and horrible and mean nothing and have nothing to do with anything and you need to throw them away completely. So if you wanna take some time, I would love for you to. Um, I don't know, I, I'm like way early, right? I didn't set the timer, How, what are we? 15 minutes, so we can do a Q&A or something. But, um, but basically, um, this is kind of what I want you to really focus on. And when you go home and you, because see, this is what happens. And I know people have talked about it a little bit, um, is that you go home and you get all invigorated and then it's time to actually do something. It's time to go on that brisk walk with the minor run. <laughs> and you're like, ugh. I, I don't want to do anything. Listening is really, really good. Listening is really invigorating. But you know what they say about people who have all the knowledge, but then they don't actually use it, is that, you know, it's almost worse. Because it's like, now you have all these other reasons to be mad at yourself, right? 
you have all these other reasons to be like, I know better, but I'm not doing it. It's almost like you wish that you didn't know because then you'd like be like, oh, la, la. But it's, it's fine. You can do it. Um, this is, I will do one quote today, and I love this quote. Um, perf perfect is the enemy of good. You, your videos will never be perfect, you guys. Your makeup skills will never be perfect. I swear, I, I've been doing makeup so many years. Like, I feel like, like makeup is in my blood. And uh, I still am learning things. Still. And what I tell people is I'm like, you know, uh, uh, they'll finish one of my classes and they'll be like, well, geez, I want to just go delete everything I've said because it's wrong. Or I want to, you know, call up all my customers and be like, no, 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 I did it wrong. I'm so sorry. But I'm like, no. I'm like, I want you to just build on that. You know, just get better. And if you guys look at my Instagram, you'll kind of notice, you know, I was happy, 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 and then depression forever, and then no Instagram posts. And then all of a sudden, I'm like trying really hard and feeling better. And you can kind of, like, you can look at these people's Instagram and be like, yeah, that makes sense. But, um, <laughs> but basically, uh, I just, I feel like you can't go back, and that's another way to beat yourself up. So just move forward, and even if you finish your marathon in two days, <laughs> even if you walk that marathon, even if your marathon has to be cut into pieces, as long as you're moving forward, you will get to your 26 miles, and you're going to be so glad you did. And so <clears throat> I love you guys, and I, I, we can do some q and A. I I don't know um, what, like, you can ask me any, any questions you want since we got time, but uh, I, I just love you guys, and I just hope this helped. So, um, do, do you want to just like hang out and like we could just come up or do you want to ask questions? I would really, I mean, is there a McDonald's here? No, I'm just kidding. No, I'm fine. I really am fine. I, I, I did have a burger, but I just wasted it kind of. I was just nervous, but now I'm going to be able to eat. I'm going to be able to eat now. Yeah, something. I do. I oh, do no. <laughs> yes. Hi. Oh, I love you. I recognize you. Yay. Mm-hmm. Yes.
So, okay, so this is, this is a really great question because, so basically, how do you be a leader but also a human? Is that what you're kind of, like, okay, this is huge for me. So I really like this question because I've actually talked about this in therapy. <laughs> but it is hard because you do have to be a light. So what I, what I want you to kind of... Um, A negative never was a positive. So if you are going to be a leader, and this is why I didn't go on and on about my depression in this speech. Um, and if you, if you, you know, if you watch a lot of speeches, you'll notice they don't hang in that negative area very long because it's not positive. And so if you can... Um, if you do have a confidant and a friend or a therapist, what you need to understand is that that's where that needs to stay most of it. It really does. It needs to stay there. Because if you truly want to build a team and you want to be a leader, you have to, sh you have to, and I'm not saying hide who you are, but we don't have to air out all of our, you know, I think people, um, in this day and age, you get really confused about, okay, everyone's like, be authentic, show your dirty house, all these things. But there is a balance to that. You know, there, you do, if you want people to want to gravitate towards you, you do have to be more positive than you are negative. You have to be kind and uplifting and helpful, and even if you don't feel good about yourself, I promise that if you take that energy that is is um, is feeling, you know, I, and I don't want to say feeling sorry for yourself, but uh, that negative energy towards yourself, and you you take that opportunity to build someone else up. Um, you're going to feel better about you, and they're going to feel better about them, and rather than meeting in this um, unhappy zone of kind of, yeah. So the visual of the stop sign really helps because I, I don't think, I really don't think, um, it doesn't matter how many times my husband tells me I'm beautiful or tells me I'm amazing. You know, like it's, it's one of those things that it's like this empty hole that you cannot actually fill with pot. Like I don't feel like, I feel like it's like a bottomless pit. So if you keep throwing like good or bad down there, it just never fills up. It's just this thing. And, and for me, it's really helped to actually kind of know that, uh, that I have this thing. I have this thing that I'm, 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 I get depressed and I'm, I'm a little bit hard on myself and, um, and I'm not perfect in all those things. I have this thing but also being like, I'm going to set that here and I'm going to go do something 
Do you know what I mean? I feel like you have to actually move away from it and do something. Whether it's do something for someone else, which is a huge, it's so helpful. So the minute you, you, minute you start feeling those thoughts of self, like, uh, of self-deprecation, um, I want you to, like, I want you to do something kind for someone else. Like, I want you to, whether it's your kid, your mom, your dad, I want you to text someone something really nice. And what you'll find is, and if it's genuine, it has to be genuine. It, it can't be, uh, it has to be real. But, and even if it's a physical action, um, whether it's like go and um, vacuum someone's house, I don't know. But you will find that you feel better. And so you taking that 15 minutes, say you go and you do something kind for your neighbor. It takes you 15 minutes. You did it. You thought about someone else. And what happens, it's so cool. What happens is you come home from doing that and all of a sudden you feel a little better about yourself. All of a sudden, you have energy you didn't have before. You know what I mean? Like, you get energy, and it builds the energy, and then all of a sudden, you're like, oh, what else could I do? And then all of a sudden, you're just, you know, but you have, I think you have to just, it's, it's so important to just stop. Stop in that instant and just say, okay, scramble. Just be like, what can I do? What can I do for any... And you know, I think that I think the big self-love buzz is real great. I'm so contradictory in this lesson, but it's real great, you guys. But it's real empty too sometimes. It's a real empty place to be, just being like, me, 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 what do I need? What do I? you know what I mean? And it's it's just it's just like I think we were kind of created to you know, be here for others, and to, and I, I don't know, I just think, think, you think of the happiest people that you know at the end of their life, and they're the people like, like, who are these people? Mother Teresa, you know, I love Audrey Hepburn, she's amazing, and these people, they got to a point in their life where they were like, you know what, I gotta do stuff for other people, and what, it's just, it's, I don't know, so there, there, I went on and on, but did that help? Okay. And, and you guys, like, as simple as doing something for others is teaching somebody something on Instagram. Like, teaching somebody something. Something you know that maybe people don't know. You know, that is, that is a service. We're in, like, we're in a service industry. And it'll make you feel good. And so if, if that's a matter of, like, bearing your unmakeuped face, for the world to see and saying, I'm gonna show you how I cover up my, or not cover up, I hate that word. I'm gonna show you how I'm gonna bring my eyes to life today. And you just did a service for somebody. Okay. One minute. Mm -hmm. That's huge. And this was huge for me because, uh, uh, we gotta hurry, but the, this was huge for me because I did that. I worked in a salon, I, I love hands-on, I love it. Like I feel like if I can just get you in front of me, I can sell you anything. 
But uh, I did have to shift my thinking because um, I want to make money in my sleep. And that is, like, I always tell people, if you're not making money in your sleep, you're not making money. So that should be everyone's goal. Um, so you, you kind of, you don't have to change a thing. Actually, Harmony taught me this. I, I asked her that. I'm like, how do you just be real? And we're, you know, and she's just like, you just have to look at the camera and look at the people like they're, like they're, they're your clients, like they're your best friend. And it'll come, those things will come. Like if you just look at the camera and be like, I am talking to my best friend, I am talking to my client. Because if your client came up to you and was like, how do I get more volume in my hair? You could just spill it all out, right? So just look at the camera as if they're your client and you will, you'll be fine. And you guys, if, last thing I'm gonna say is if you don't know things, that is part of your work is to say, before you open up your phone, you have to say to yourself, what am I gonna learn? Am I going into my phone to learn? Am I going into my phone to engage? Or am I going into my phone to record, film, or take a picture? Otherwise, you better be doing something else because you're just, you're not working, okay? All right, guys, love ya.